Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, planning for presence with my very special guest, Susanna Davis, my wonderful, beautiful, tan queen and wife. Say hello, Susanna. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so uh, we just got back two days ago from one of our very like re- first real vacations since having children. What? Not one of the 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 first one that was longer than three days. Yeah. 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 So we um, yeah we've had we're in that that phase of life where we've got a two year old and a four year old and really in the last four and a half plus probably approaching five years, we realized that we had not actually taken a vacation as a couple beyond an occasional kind of weekend, uh, one or two, or maybe at the, at the outside, maybe three days. Um, after a series of disasters, which in trying to do those, those vacations in town or kind of get away or kind of one or two days, what was apparent is that almost every time it wasn't enough time to actually start to unwind the nervous system from the day in day out. And it was just enough to usually get in a fight or two and then go home. Right. And so when we we were thinking about what we, where we wanted to be in 90 days and where we wanted it to be this quarter and how we're trying to progress our family this year, one of the things that stood out was this need for connection and space really like having space. And so what we decided to do, we had a challenge of, you said you had two requirements for a vacation. One was it was a direct flight. Yep. And then the second was tropical. Yes. And so with it, with those, within those parameters, I found an incredible resort on the Island of Jamaica called golden eye, which is where Ian Fleming wrote all of his novels. And then uh, Chris Blackwell, who's the founder of Island Records, turned it into this resort. It was incredible. And I've done one podcast a couple back. I actually did it from the resort. But um, this this was just an incredible experience. But I think more than anything, it was the, the, for me, it was the period of time that allowed us to kind of start to unwind. So what, like, tell me, what, what did you notice about this vacation versus others um, at the end? Like towards, after being there for five days as opposed to just, just three days. I mean, well, we haven't, but other than Colorado, which we went to shortly after Perry was born, um, we haven't gone anywhere. The two of us really like we went to a hotel in Dallas and fought <laughs> once. Yeah. <laughs> Downtown. No, twice. I think that we Present. did that. We tried that twice. Did we? Yeah. So memorable. Um, I forgot it. It was, well, I think, <laughs> you know, we spent a lot of time because of the marriage coaching that we're doing. We spent a lot of time preparing for this vacation, which might sound a little bit weird, but like just talking about expectations and what we both wanted out of the time and what we didn't want and making sure that we didn't get there um, and have lopsided goals. Yeah. So I think um, without that time and that planning and that communication, um, I think it wouldn't have been as successful as it was. Because, yeah, so. I mean, like to the point of, 
I told you, like, I don't want you bringing a project. I don't want you trying to write something or create something or do like I because what I realize is that when you start working on things and when you have an internal um, stress or energy or whatever friction, like I internalize that as well. Like it comes straight into me. So I can't unwind and be relaxed unless you are too. Right. And so that was my challenge. Actually, one of my coaches said my challenge was to show up at the vacation with the largest possible empty container of space and then literally not let it like don't let it fill up with anything else other than what arrives. And so what I actually did is I I spent some time and actually this was one of the things that that came out of the Tony Robbins event from a couple of weeks ago and it came out of, uh, of a coaching call was this idea of, of planning for that. Because if you're like me, many of the folks that are listening to this podcast, you're, you're overachievers, you're workaholics, you're, you're competitive, you're always, um, you're in, you have this inclination to build and create and do things. And so when you find a moment of what appears to be free space, the natural inclination is to immediately fill it with something. I mean, I think that's my pattern is we go on vacation and it's like immediately I want to go do an adventure or, you know, use that time to work on some project or something like that. And what I never realized was what you just shared, which is there's that has a, has a, an energetic effect on me that transfers to you, but I'm not even aware of it. And maybe you weren't either. Um, You just knew you weren't relaxed. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. So like, I need you, I need you to fully embrace, um, doing nothing like I am. <laughs> like I I fully embrace doing nothing, but yeah. I need you right there with that's me. That's hard. That's really hard for I mean and again for most salespeople, that's you you're you're not in a game of doing nothing. Like you're that's the opposite of what we're trained to do every single day, which is not do nothing, but to be proactive, to take action, to move forward, to go after the prospects, to go after the opportunities, close deals, and then go get some more and then keep going. And then any empty space is meant to go fill up with more prospecting. Like there's no idea around that, but it's a, and so it does, it takes some intentionality to unwind that mindset. And that goes across, you know, any entrepreneurs, businessmen, I mean, we're all in that game of building and creating constantly. And so then the challenge, I mean, from my coach, that, that challenge being set out of show up with a giant empty container, I had to prepare for that. And one of the things I did was I actually associated two words with, um, with a trigger, which I, I'm, and this was part of this idea of, of planning for presence is that if you're not it's you're not going to automatically decide to be present at the right moment if you don't think about it before that moment and so what i did is i i came up with like two words adventure and project anytime i felt either one of those words on the vacation my immediate counter to that was the word bubble and that bubble for me had a visualization around presence just all of a sudden being aware of you, being aware of the surroundings, being aware of the chair, being aware of whatever is going on in that moment. And, and, and that was my adventure or project. It would, it would go, I would go to the bubble. And that was, I did that a bunch of times. Really? You didn't know I was no, doing I didn't, it. No, I had no idea. But like 
to, how, how, how was this vacation for you different? And, and I wasn't perfect. There was a couple of times where I kind of, but I brained myself back in, but how did you experience me, my energy, this vacation versus other ones? Um, I think this is like, other than maybe our honeymoon, this was the only vacation where it's been like, it was complete and total relaxation, connection, um, just fully unwound and present. And it just felt, um, I just remember thinking like, this feels really natural and we're not sitting around talking about the kids the whole time, which wouldn't have been terrible, but like we just kind of fell back into where we were when we were dating or before the kids where we were just spending time to each with each other, enjoying each other's company. Um, and it was just, felt very natural and very enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. I'm, <clears throat> I, I mean, that was, that was, uh, it was a little bit, un, I mean, it was unusual. That isn't where I don't, I mean, I haven't felt that in a long time. Right. And I think that's where so easily, if we hadn't planned ahead of time and had conversations about this idea of bringing a giant empty container and this idea for me of, I mean, it was hard for you to do nothing. You were like, I got this. I can do this <laughs> for me. I'm it was really good at that. It was, <laughs> it was hard to do that or was, it would have been hard had I not thought about it. Had I not had a plan and I planned, I'm like my mission, I turned it into it and turned it into a game. My mission is to just be aware and present and just play that game and then not fill the space. And then whatever happens is what fills the space. Not anything that I'm, uh, uh, you know, have any preconceived ideas about. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think I, I enjoyed the surroundings more. I think I enjoyed the food more. I think I enjoyed your comp, our, our conversations more. And um, I think the trick is then how do we take that from the experience of a vacation and then like bring that home? Right. That like, that's the question I think that's worth figuring out is how do you take that and make it so it's not just, it's not dependent upon a location. It's not dependent upon circumstances, but you can, we can just, we can have that whenever we want. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the first things is like when we're together and when we're with the girls is just to focus on that presence and to force ourselves not to multitask when we don't have to. Yeah. That's yeah. Amen. I mean, there's going to be times when we're going to have to, but when we're spending time together as a family or as a couple or father, daughter, mother, daughter, mm-hmm. um, just, I've just felt really present with them since I've been home and just been able to really enjoy them and appreciate them and try not to, um, split my focus. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and that's probably one of the toughest habits to break, right? Right. Is because that same split, that's, that, that's no, that, that division of focus is no different than what you were experiencing from me whenever I'm trying to do a project or the whatever adventure or whatever, right? It's a division of focus. And so maybe that's really the whole game. And that's, that's really, it's, there are so many things that are pulling on our attention at any given time. Our freaking phone is the worst, is the worst thing about this to pull focus and presence away from what's going on in that, in that moment, right then, right there. And, and you don't realize like the it's, you think it's only you, you think that a lot of times that maybe the 
damage is only you that's that's getting you know um that you maybe you're not as relaxed because you're multitasking or whatever but what you don't realize is the damage that it's doing to the people you are in relationship with and i think that was one of my my, my big lessons from this vacation experience and seeing the other side of that seeing how uh how more relaxed you were when I didn't have some project or some adventure going. Right. And something that's just kind of coming to me as you're talking about that is, um, okay. So I know that when you are stressed or when you are, your focus is going in different, like a million different places. Like I know how that feels to me. Like I'm recognizing that now, but okay. So how does that feel for our girls? Because I know they're feeling it too. Yeah. But they don't know how to, they don't know what to say about it. Well, and they don't know why they're feeling. Like they yeah. just, all they know is that they're feeling it and they're feeling the stress that we're feeling. Like whatever stress that you and I have, they're feeling it too. Yeah. They're feeling the split focus. They're feeling whatever uncertainty, what, whatever it is that we're feeling, whether we think we're, uh, we're hiding it or managing it or, or not, we're not. Like they're, it is impacting them. Yeah, I think that's one of those it's a lie that you that we can easily tell ourselves about. Oh, she's just playing over there. She doesn't notice me not paying attention. Right. No. But 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 we know that kids pick up everything. 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 And so whereas they may not be, uh, pay they may not seem to be paying attention to what we're doing. They are. Right. And they're specifically paying attention to us when we aren't paying attention to them. Right. And they're internalizing everything that yeah. we're feeling. They're feeling it. Yeah. So then what's, then what's the, you know, what's the counter to that, right? Is, is then to, I mean, we, we, with the vacation, we're intentionally setting up a frame to go find this. But then the game is, is how do you find it every single day? Right. Well, and, and, um, I think one of our responsibilities is to not go another four years. Oh yeah. Um, recapturing that. So you're saying you want to go back to Jamaica like if you know next what? week? Look, Is if that... I have to go back to Jamaica for my children, I will. <laughs> but yeah, I I think um we bring it home, we 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 remind ourselves what it feels like. We focus on it and then before it escapes us, we go back and we do it again. Yeah. Well, I think it's, we got a big taste of what that feels like after it's in it again. It took a couple of days. It took like, it took, three, two, it it took, took almost three and a half, four days before I really felt like you had relaxed into it. Was, I felt like it only took two days. Really? Nah, you just from observing. Cause I was very present. Well, we left the day after that. <laughs> now, you keep shortening the vacation. It was five days. It, so there was three well, days. Were, and no, then, we got there Thursday night. So then there was like Friday, that Saturday, counted as anyway. Sunday, so my point was, is it wasn't the beginning. It wasn't the middle. It was towards the end of the middle was whenever you finally kind of f- fully like the, the knots came out. Like you're just there. And I was very present. I was watching this because <laughs> I wasn't doing any projects. No, you weren't. I wasn't doing you. any adventures. You, even, even what you were reading was for pleasure and not for like, I thought you might get down there and just read a ton of um, workbooks. Like, nope, didn't didn't do that you either. Bread for pleasure. Uh, yep, yeah, that's a rare thing too. I know. But 
I think the game then is just to is just you know lessons that I, we took away at least from me was one is being present takes planning, and that play, that plays in with your certainly with your relationships certainly with your most intimate relationships your children but this definitely plays in with your customers your prospects colleagues you can't just show up and then switch the like you have to you have to know what it's going to take for you to get into that place of presence. And sometimes you do need a trigger. Sometimes you need something like what I had where I associated some words to this idea of the, the presence bubble and I'm still going to play that game. But, but being present takes planning. And sometimes it may be planning in how you treat yourself, how you treat your body in the morning, how you treat your prayer life in the morning. I mean, one of the things I did do with the, on the, uh, on the uh, vacation was I did do my workouts. Yeah. I needed to do that to be present. That wasn't that wasn't me going off to do a project. That was me doing what I needed to get present with where I was so I could be the best version for you that day. But planning takes present uh, uh presence takes planning. But the other part and I don't know that I have an answer for this and really have I think this is something we're working on is then how do we take that experience that big dose of that experience and then put it into practice on a daily basis at home. And you know, maybe we need a trigger word like Jamaica. I don't know, like some word that says, hey, go back to that. I don't know, like, but something that, that brings that back into our daily lives. And, um, and maybe it's just as simple as when we look at our children, we go back to that moment of presence and we go, that's what I want to bring in here right now is this, right. this moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the, you know, there's things we brought home with us, like um, just the, the little wet towels and the, the, water and the music and just like little things that we wanted to bring home and kind of infuse into our, just our, our lives here. Um, and I think part of that is just that feeling. Yeah. Like invoking that feeling of presence and, um, singular focus, um, and just really appreciating each other. Yeah. And I, and inside of doing that inside, I mean, I see that there's, you can never look at, um, whenever you, whenever you start to reframe vacations from a cost to an investment, it changes everything. It changes how you show up. It changes how you, how you, how you think about the money you're spending. Cause it isn't, an, it isn't inexpensive, but think about the cost of going years without that feeling of connection. And what, what that will do to your marriage, your relationships, your children, the knock-on effect to your customers and your business, like that is one of the most powerful, worthwhile investments that you can make is to truly go and take a vacation. But, it, but with planning, plan that vacation for presence. Not to go on a trip and try to balance work and do all this nonsense, but go there because you know that you are your number one investment, your relationship is your number one investment, your marriage is your number one investment, and if that is secure and that's strong, it's going to translate down to every other aspect of your life. I certainly know that I feel more, the more I connect, I'm connected with you, the more I'm connected with the girls, the more powerful I am in the marketplace, the end, like that's it. And so it's always that, that factor of thinking about vacations as, as again, as an investment, not a, not just some expense that how we're going to pay for it. It is truly an investment. Yep. So, the one thing to bring home, here's our, here's, our, here's our cool thing, like our cool tip that we experienced at GoldenEye. First thing when we got there, what did we experience that was so cool that we're going to start doing here at our <laughs> house? Like, 
during these hot summer days. And this is something we could share with everybody and they can do it at their own house. And yes. you can feel just like you're in Jamaica, Golden Eye in Jamaica with this one trick. Yep. What is it? You go. You know about this stuff. It is Fruit Loop Towels. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's that's what they smell like. Right. But there's actually this is there's actually no connect no, no actual Fruit Loops. No. So it's uh, we got so whole other story. Just the uh, the whole process of getting to our resort was a little bit crazy, um, but we made it. They handed us a wonderful, cold, wet, white, white hand towel that smelled of um, lemongrass. It was, it was incredible. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like the best thing ever. Like this yeah. cold. Manna from heaven. Ice After cold. a six hour journey. Yeah. And it smelled like the, and it, you know, those certain smells will trigger like a, like a, a memory. And both of us had the same reaction is that when you li- you smell these towels, the smell was of Fruit Loop cereal. It smelled like Fruit Loops, which is not a bad thing. No, it, it was smelled great, delicious. Great. <laughs> it's fruity, fruity, delicious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we asked them later and we asked what it was and it was lemongrass oil mixed with water and just ice, iced lemongrass water towels soaked in it, and then they kept the, t- the towels in a refrigerator and they just hand them to you and it's this amazing just amazing thing and so that is our tip to you from today's podcast is you can make these yourself at home you just need a little lemongrass oil right mm-hmm. water ice some little towels and you can cool off your entire summer It'll you'll you'll smell like Fruit Loops and you'll impress all and of your guests that so come over happy. during this uh, during the summer wherever you happen to be. Yep. And if you come to our house, we're gonna have them. And we're gonna have them. We're gonna have them forever because they're just amazing. We'll even have them in the winter time. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. We'll I don't see. know about that. <laughs> Maybe something else. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast again. My pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for taking me to Jamaica. You're welcome. Well, you're welcome. Well, that's what we got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis and Susanna signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.